Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I am joined by Marquides. Hello. Laura Taylor. Hey. And Link Keller. Hi. Link, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about Our Flag Means Death, a fairly recent HBO Max show about pirates and the pirates oh, they're queer and i love it so much oh. <laughs> if, you, if you really love a show like if you say you love the show like how many times have you watched it i mean come on i am halfway through my seventh rewatch of this show okay you love the show now now i do i do not rewatch shows like like this in this like like, like I, I will I will rewatch a show, you know, a year later. Like I did that with Russian Doll. Um, I did that with, uh, you know, Buffy a couple of times, you know, two, three years in between a rewatch. I'll be like, oh, you know what? I love that show. It, that feels good. I want to rewatch it. This is the first time I have ever, ever finished the last episode. Immediately clicked back episode one we're starting over again immediately and that happened six times <laughs> i i paced it out a little bit more in between i've i you know i watched russian doll season two and and uh, i've been watching some anime and stuff i've been adding some other things in in between but it's it came out in march and i think i started watching it at at the end of march um yeah yeah it's, seven times that's it's a lot (laughs) i am obsessed why why link so a couple of reasons that i think will touch on probably all of them but um the queerness is the biggest reason um it is uh starring reese darby's and Taika Waititi, who um, I love. I have enjoyed their work for several years. Um, What We Do in the Shadows is a big one that a lot of people are familiar with, which I also really loved that show. Um, Did not immediately rewatch that one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like the pirates. But uh, yeah, yeah, I... I It is so... And it's it's not subtle queer. It is it is a queer show. There are queer characters. There are several couples confirmed. Like it's beautiful, and it's 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 like a a, a comedy show is how it is like promoted, and it is funny. But it is honestly it's like a rom com. It's a, a gay pirate rom com, and uh, I didn't realize that I had. A pirate ship shaped hole in my heart until <laughs> this sailed in into my heart and it's just, i just love it so much it's beautiful it's funny it's endearing and it's not queer baiting and it's fantastic i yeah whew. <laughs> i uh, I I don't know. Probably on my third rewatch, I was like, okay, but you guys like 
<laughs> you're gonna watch it right and we're gonna do an episode on it right right guys so i <laughs> softly and then uh more fervently bullied you guys into watching this show <laughs> so what did you guys think about it <laughs> <laughs> did, did did everyone watch the show no okay okay good. laura what did what, you think of the show I liked the show a lot. Uh, for some reason, I didn't get into it until mm, I had to get a couple episodes in. But like, I think that's me with most shows. Uh, I don't. The exposition is hard for me. But I loved it. Um, I want a season two, like right now, right now, because I want to know what happens. Um, also, the queerness really got to me, and some sweet moments and funny moments but not like the gays or the butt of the joke moments right like it's it was beautiful uh and i am also obsessed with pirates so and i was obsessed with pirates before the gay pirate show so i thought vikings were your thing uh they are there's, also a, my there's thing. a lot of overlap in that venn diagram they're they're on <laughs> boats and they fight right are vikings like, pirates sort of um, probably maybe they do the same things as pirates <laughs> They're just older. Just older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As yeah, in, I, like I know what you as mean. In yeah, like yeah, yeah. Years, the decades. By, once you hit forty, you're Centuries. a Viking. <laughs> so Josue, we're pirates now. You'll be a pirate. You'll be a Viking I'll, next year. So will you? <laughs> you. Uh, okay. So, you. <laughs> Mark, your reactions. <clears throat> well. I loved the first episode, and I will admit that it was all I watched so far. Oh, um, get out of here. No, we're booting it. We're, we're getting it right now. I, I been, I've been wanting to really just sit down and, and binge it because I really loved the first episode. Like, it was to the point where I, like, I didn't want to watch and then have to, like, stop, like, halfway through because something else was happening or, like, I had to go do something. Plus, this is, like, the last, like, this has been, like, the last two weeks of, like, my, my semester. So, like, I had, like, eight-page, like, single-spaced papers that I needed to write. Like, I had a whole bunch of stuff. And, I mean, I still have stuff I have to do by the end of this week. Mark, um, Mark, Mark. I mean, look. It's no excuse. It's look, no excuse. Look, it's gay pirates. I get it. You're new, you know, you're, you're a new cast member. And then you come here and you and you break Link's heart. It's so hard. Unbelievable. The last person who broke Link's heart. We got gone. rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you watched you watched the pilot, and I I'm did. gonna give you credit for that because that is more than I've, the other person did. I have also <laughs> in the that is true. That it takes to watch the pilot of Our Flag Means Death. You could have watched most of um, uh, Over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> so you're um, you're good. Exactly. Um, I will also say, though, I have also watched every single TikTok about it that Link has sent me. So okay, okay. I've at That's least funny. put in that effort. But that no, I, I, I did also. I did start par- like part of episode two, and then that's when I stopped it. And then I got upset. I got really a- agitated because I was like, I don't want to stop. I want to keep watching it. I just didn't have the time to do it. So after this week. I'm definitely going to go through and watch it. And then I'm going to be two weeks behind and all the gay pirate stuff. You guys are going to be way past it. And I'm going to just be catching up to it. But I, I have full intentions. But like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a nice, different take on on a main character that 
I was already familiar with and then just kind of seeing the spin on it and seeing the story continue on essentially was great. I loved it. I love the humor. Just, just, it's fantastic. Uh, explain that. Explain what you just mean. What, what you mean? Why are you familiar with the main character or, so, or one of the main primary characters of the show? All right. So this is where the Assassin's Creed's finally coming into play, everybody. Mm-hmm, Here yep. we go. So, <laughs> so in Assassin's Creed Black Flag, um, this like you play as Edward Kenway, but one of like the side characters that like is like a friend is Steed Bonnet. Like he. Sort of like tricks Steve? him at first. Steed. I said Steed. I said Steed Bonnet. I didn't say Steve. My goodness. What am I? A savage? It's, a re- it's a reference to the show. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it I'm went just, over your head. Obviously, I didn't did. watch it. It, oh. just went, it went over, <laughs> over, over that wall. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little, little behind on the times. Um, no, but I, I, you get introduced to that character, so that like, you see him as like oh, that's that businessman type of thing in the game. And then at the very end, that's when he's being cast off. He's going to make his own as um, as a pirate and kind of like leaving everything behind. But it obviously doesn't divulge too much into his story as to like why he's doing it, except for like they hint at like he was part of Blackbeard's crew and Blackbeard got so annoyed with him that he just gave him his own little like boat and was like, here, go off and do your own thing. Um, and then to kind of see... <laughs> see that classic like characteristics that they had in the game and see it being transferred into the show and it just it really just kind of feels like it's all like the same person just doing it because it's the same like bumbling like oh i like they accidentally f- it's like it's like a scooby and shaggy thing where they accidentally fall and do the right thing like <laughs> aside from from killing somebody but you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's one of those like classic like goofy like clueless humor that like it just like transitions so well from the game into this. And like I I looked at the like the cast list and I see like even other characters from the from the game that are obviously like mainstay like historic like historical characters from the golden age of piracy and just like seeing them also like I'm looking forward to seeing like Mary Bonnet and like um who was it? Oh, what is it? Olu, Olu- Oluwande. Oluwande. Yes. Yes. Like characters like that. Like I'm just like, I'm just so interested in seeing, like, I just want to see more of this. I just want to just take yeah. it all in. I'd completely well, forgotten that Steed Bonnet was in Assassin's Black Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't, I didn't know you liked uh, Assassin's Creed, Mark. That, that's interesting. That's really cool. <laughs> you know, it's a fact that <laughs> not that many people know about me, but yeah. like, I'm, I'm just a really big, really big fan, but I, I keep it on the low key, you know? I'm glad, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, so, uh, you know, spoiler warning now for the rest of the episode. Sorry, Mark. That's fine. Hope you enjoy the, the, the rest of the season. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy uh, spoilers, actually. It's going to be a sweet reward when you're all done with your semester. <laughs> it, it really will. I'm going to trip myself to some gay pirates. Spoilers, Mar- Mary shows up. Um, mm-hmm. So, so uh, it, it's interesting, some of the stuff that you said. I mean, for, first of all, right, like, some of these characters are... are, are real right or like like historical figures the gentleman pirate um steve bonnet i think uh i love the idea of the like the the setup you don't have to call the episode this but like i i uh, to me it was like oh our flag means existential crisis (laughs) right because he's it it's that story of someone who is just like fed up with their life or is unhappy and and is willing to 
do things differently or go go on an adventure, right? In, in the sense of the show, but just like try something new and change course. And sometimes that means leaving things behind. Sometimes that means leaving your family behind. And and so really this is that, right? Like we come into a situation where this like person of of means, right? Is just like, uh, I want to be a pirate. <laughs> so I want to make a pirate ship and then I want to just get a crew and I'm just going to go out there and be a I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to go be a pirate. Gay Pirates, the Midlife Crisis. That's yeah. the name of the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this episode, maybe. The show, mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. That was one of the working titles. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think that, because that's the framing of it. And then within that, you meet, you know, a, a, a group of, I'm not sure that they're misfits in the sense that, like, the show doesn't really, doesn't, really like i think other shows would have a crew like this right and then and then it's like the joke is how weird they are and sure they're bad pirates but there's nothing about them that's like that doesn't fit into that world um and they're they're a they're a fun very 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 different like each person is so so different and they're they're quirky and they're queer and there's just a lot i just it's so but that's not what the show is about, right? Like it really is about like this existential crisis of these two people in particular. And that's really like what, what drives everything moving forward. And so that, that part I, I loved and, and I think is super, super relatable. And what you mentioned about the queer baiting, I'm sure we'll get into it um, more. And there are some really good episodes of the, and, and one episode in particular of the Career Comics podcast on the Geek Therapy Network, where Nina and Jessica really go into this and explain it well. Um, but I think it is so evident that the, the queer baiting just happens constantly, but you really notice it when it's like, because it's missing here, mm-hmm. right? It's like, are they or aren't they? Right. And like before you even get to finish that question, like the show's oh, answering it for are. you, right? Yeah. The show's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Were we were we vague? <laughs> you can sorry pretty much that. assume everyone's queer. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but how would we know if these Oh, because they kissed. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they're like sharing like oh, it's like, oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you for just like not leaving out to the imagination. And again, like I, I think it I think it I think the show uh matters for for a few different reasons but that one that one is i think it's a great example like this is this is what it looks like when you're not curbating the audience and and it's again it's evident because it it, it's like oh this is the absence of it is uh is very loud and it's it's great i really like the show i've only seen it once like uh i'm sorry i have also only seen it once Yeah, I mean, there's no I queer baiting. There is queer feasting. Feasting. Mm, I yep. like it. New term. Let's. <laughs> yep. It's a thing. <laughs> Coined here. Like you heard it here like first, it. folks. So those are our reactions, Link. Love that. Guide uh, this conversation. Where are we on? Yeah. So you you touched on the the midlife crisis aspect, and I think that is another really important thing. Is that there there is a fair amount of recent queer media um that is explicitly queer and i love that but a lot of it is focused on younger people particularly high schoolers early college which is fine love that uh i 
Laura, you mentioned we need more. Uh, you you mentioned a uh, heart heart stopper, and I binged that all in an afternoon. Um, I wasn't feeling well, so I just binge. stayed in bed mm-hmm. and watched the whole thing. It was very cute, lots of queer stuff, loved it. But it is so rare to see older people, older men, have this mm-hmm. kind of romantic arc in a comedy show, and I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. And it's just. So fantastic. And I know, you know, from TikToks that I've seen from people talking about it on Twitter, that there are people who are like, I have never felt that my queer life arc of realizing I was queer, you know, in my 30s or 40s and then finding love, you know, like I I never thought that I'd ever see anything like that. Ooh, excuse the dog barks. Um, And getting to see that reflected in their media is like, wow, I like that's beautiful and loving and something so rare and special and uh it's yeah and even though they're pirates and doing all kinds of pirate things like the 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 romantic arc is so innocent it's really funny because the first episode (laughs) is so much set up in its its story arc of being like basically a workplace comedy but the workplace is on a pirate ship and then a couple episodes in it's like wait you're playing that like kind of little romantic piano thing what's happening here and then they have i think it's episode um five uh they have um, this moon, this moonlight scene, and it is like so stereotypically like like the things that they say, the way that their bodies move, the way that the camera is framed. It is so much romance. This is a romance we are showing you right now, and I'm like, that was that was the moment where I was like, oh my, are they really gonna do it? Like before that, you could be like, well, you know, they're kind of like jokey with each other, and you can tell that they like each other, but these two actors have a relationship between them. It's like, it could just be like good chemistry. Like maybe, you know, obviously I'm so used to being queer baited. I'm just like, oh, maybe they're just like, they're they're flirting with it, but it's not gonna. And then, then the moonlight scene, the you wear fine things well scene. And I was just like, holy shit, they're gonna do it. <laughs> they're gonna, this is it. <laughs> it's gonna be romance. And I, oh, <sighs> So that caught you by surprise then? You didn't like you didn't, I I yeah. I did not I did not expect that that was where they were going until a couple episodes in and then I was like, "Oh." And then I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to get my hopes up." And then <laughs> and then, then they kiss and it's so beautiful. <laughs> have you have you watched Grace and Frankie? I have. I haven't seen, I guess, a new season just came yeah, out. Yeah, I haven't seen the new season. I haven't season. seen no. a new it's season. The, it's but the I have, final season, I, I have seen yeah. the yeah. other seasons. And I do, I like that show a lot. It, that's another one where it's like, if, you know, older, elderly men falling in love and getting together. I thought that was, you know, a very special thing. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, I always talk about that show uh, favorably and, and in part because of that relationship. But I'm going to bring it, I'm going to bring it up in the context of this show and that that show like the 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 gay couple it which while while it's like a, always shown as a positive relationship it feels like two people like two actors 
who are acting gay, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and and this show, which I again, it's like you don't notice it until it until you see it differently, right? And then you have a show like this where it feels gay, like you believe it. it it's easy, it's way easier to believe. Um, Everyone's mannerisms in the show, like <laughs> their essence, whatever you want to call, yeah, you can tell, you can tell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's something about it, right? It's, it's like very. Um, you said the word innocent before, but I feel like it's just like it feels it feels genuine. It feels feels mm-hmm. honest, you know, in a way, um, and believable. And and yeah, I think that makes it really special. And I don't know why I doubted Taika. I'm I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, but like I remember seeing the poster, and I was like, oh, I, like I don't know, I'm not in the mood for a slapstick comedy on a pirate ship. And, and but. In part, it was TikTok, right? There was like, like everybody's into. I was like, well, well, you know, TikTok can't be wrong. So let me, <laughs> let me go. Uh, then you were into it. Till I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I need a new show. Let me watch it. When I knew yeah, I needed fantastic. to watch it was when my clients started bringing it up, mm-hmm. and more than one uh, yeah. brought it up. Several of them, and I was like, damn it, I gotta figure out my HBO Max thing. And then Link says, I want to talk about it. And I'm like, damn it, now I'm gonna have to. Can actually it. fix it yep Gotta yep it. but that's yep. okay i'm glad i did good 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 <laughs> yeah yeah i i think i was in the same boat as Josue, where i i saw it and i was seeing all these things for it and i was like oh you know it's i'm not even really much of a tv person so i was like i saw it and i was like yeah it's gonna be one of those like it's gonna be a show kind of like similar to like the office or something like that it's gonna have that kind of that comedy and then like you know what I it's Steve Bonnet like I get it. it it's playing to me a little bit but whatever and then and then you you brought it up and I was like okay okay and then I I when I actually watched they the didn't pilot, watch it and then, then when I watched the pilot <laughs> then when I watched the pilot it, it's it's the thing where life is like oh my god damn now I really want to watch this and then life's like oh I'm sorry you want to watch a thing how about let's give you everything and throw everything <laughs> in your way so you cannot watch the show how about that until you have to talk about it and then you look like a fool so, my you know. TV wasn't even mounted, and I was in the middle of a move, and I watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I All do. Right. I do. Uh, I have learned behind the scenes stuff that um, the scene at the end of episode eight, where um, our crew gets captured by the British, and they play the chain, and it is the perfect music. Um, and Taika's little leggy s- swings over and touches Steed, and they touch feet, and it's very romantic and beautiful. And then in mm, the episode before, where they are on like a treasure hunt, um, and they have this funny little exchange where they're talking about like a hypothetical restaurant, Blackbeard's Bar and Grill. And <laughs> delicacies and delights mm-hmm. <laughs> and fishing equipment. Um, oh I'd go gosh. to that restaurant. <laughs> those, tell me, those tell me that are, those scenes were those completely were, improvised. They were improvised. They were improvised. <sighs> that is literally just Taika's like, look, Reese, I love you. And how I further that know that so is good. in oh. in uh, Thor Ragnarok, um, Taika voices... Korg, Korg, He has said that his his voice for Korg. He's like, oh, I was just doing Reese's voice. Like, I'm just he's my friend, and I just did his accent. And I'm like, oh my god, they're love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
absolutely beautiful. Yeah, but the the improv and and just Taika deciding like, you know what will read really well for the screen and he does it and it's perfect and it's beautiful. I, that almost makes me angry. That whole, <laughs> it's so that, good. Whole, that whole part is is so so it because it feels it feels so real, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, how many times did you have to rewrite that or like practice it so that it sounds real? Because it was real. Oh, it was real. That way, yeah. Now I know it was real. <laughs> All ad lib. That's really good. Oh, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. I'm going to swing over to another topic. Um, we have a cano- canonical non-binary character mm-hmm. who is played by a non-binary actor get out of here i am Whoa. fucking yep. in love yep. with them they are they're all so over hot. my tiktok they, <laughs> yes and they are all over my tiktok all over my tiktok they have blue hair they do <clears throat> they go to ren fair uh-huh. and they're puerto rican and they speak spanish and it's sexy mm. yeah mm. Vico Ortiz, like I love them so much. It is fantastic to see that kind of representation. I feel represented in a non-binary way. Like um, their character is so funny. Their, their character, character is so good. Their character is very funny. They have a, a fun story arc and an episode that's mostly uh, focused on them. Um, but my favorite thing is once. Uh, Jim is the character. Once Jim is revealed to uh, not actually have a beard um, or be mute, uh, the crew has like a moment where it's like, oh, are you a woman? Like, what's the deal? And very funny scene. And then from that scene forward, every single person uses they, them pronouns for them. No misgendering, even the Nana. (laughs) It's perfect and so validating and... And it's just treated as like, of course, like, why, why, why wouldn't we like, that's just how it should be. And it's like, that's what I want to see in media is like, not the angsty, painful, like forcing people to like, understand that non-binary people exist and are worthy of respect and love is like, no, we, we love Jim. (laughs) Do you think Jim will stab me if I ask real nice? It's like, we love them. (laughs) Oh my God. I think you know mm-hmm. we've we've talked about I don't know I'm I'm thinking of a scene from Shameless Lara specifically mm-hmm. like um, I'm thinking of the scene where um, uh, oh the one at the oh, restaurant with the, uh, Ian Ian yep and all the friends right yeah. and where and where they're like oh um, and they talk about the pronouns right and it's like so educational and the whole thing and like and they're all explaining right and it it's obviously it's the first time he'd ever heard they them pronouns yeah <laughs> or yeah. like asking about pronouns yeah but it was but it was like I, I remember we celebrated that scene and i still do and i think it's i think it's a good scene but it this is we're talking about the other end of the spectrum right where it's yeah. like i mean that that wasn't really part of the story right like even even in terms of it's like sure i understand you you made a choice to like oh let's explain it because there's an expectation of who's watching the show and it's an opportunity and all that but it feels so good to just be like we're not gonna waste time on that like it just it's they that's the pronoun 
they're they. We keep going. There's no, there's no, there's nothing, right? And the like, the only joke is like, are you still Jim, right? Because mm-hmm. like they're confused about like because of the makeup and 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 the prosthetic and stuff, and it's and that's a funny joke that has nothing to do with. With their with, identity, with, exactly with their identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The oh, joke is the situation. Yeah, it's like things like, that you can oh, really yeah. appreciate. Where it's like, yeah, there, there's room for all those stories, right? There's room for the like, like we were saying, that angsty. I don't know what to do with these pronoun stories. As long as we also get this kind of story, and it reminds me of just a shared language, and that something is the queerness is assumed, the non-binariness is assumed. Um, you don't have to go down the rabbit hole of explaining what that means. Um, and there's room for both. And I appreciate that we finally have something that's like on that other end. Uh, there are some we, shows, we have- mainstream shows getting somewhere in the middle. Like, like you said, Shameless, um, Grey's Anatomy has a non-binary character that everyone just accepts that they are they them. And but there's a moment where they talk about their history of coming out and things like that. But like this just jumps right into it and just Jim is Jim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, and I hope. Right. It just it just shows where we are. Right. It's like, look, the show doesn't have to explain it to you. Society is going to explain it to you. Like, if you don't get it, like, mm-hmm. don't worry. Like now we people understand you can still ask, you know, but that that's like. We don't we don't need to that's we're moving we're moving forward and also if you don't get it and you don't like it the gay pirate show is not for you <laughs> yeah but, and and but just uh, in the sense of like oh i don't understand why their pronoun is this or that right mm-hmm. like if that if that conversation is happening right Right. I like that it's just like it's just a matter of fact, mm-hmm. and I'll actually I'll I'll bring up I'll bring up my father because my father will never listen to this. Um, I'm like as someone you know he's like Christian of the homophobic uh, variety, and so I like his favorite movies, his superhero movies, his action films have gay characters in them, have gay relationships. Have have men kissing men? Have women kissing women? Have non-binary people? He, I think maybe ten years ago he would have like maybe turned a movie off or complained or said something. And now I'll I know like we talk about movies. It's something that we do all the time. Like it, he doesn't he doesn't even bring it up anymore, right? It just and is. It just is. It. And he'll even and he'll even say like oh like when the girl rescued the girl, right? Or her girlfriend. And I'm like, exactly. Like, it's not like he's, it's just, it's a movie and those are people. And it's just, that's what happened in the movie, right? It's not, it's no longer like, there's no judgment. There's no, there's no talking about it. It just, it is. And, and that, I don't know. It feels like progress, right? Like that's one example, but it's like, oh yes, because I don't know if it's because like now he doesn't fight it. You know, he, it's like, it's not worth, him fighting it or just like oh i really like that movie or like i did like that character like oh i didn't realize you know and this show just has like like every character so (laughs) it's great (laughs) and if they're not great spoilers they're probably gonna die (laughs) 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 which on its own is also extremely satisfying (laughs) oh yep oh it's a good show so good i'm a fan yes all right, next topic. 
it's it's so good. <laughs> I just, I, I, Are you watching the show again right now? <laughs> I, it, it, on my eyelids, constantly rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love all the characters. Um, we don't have enough time for me to gush over every single one, even though I could. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I do want to point out the uh, relationship between Lucius and Pete. Two men, they kiss. They have a relationship. Nobody says anything about it. There is a scene where uh, an antagonistic character is like, oh, I'm going to out you. And Lucius is like, oh, oh, honey, Pete, like I I was drawing this other guy naked. And Pete's like, ha ha, cool. (laughs) (laughs) I draw everyone naked. He's (laughs) he's drawn most of us. He's like very talented. Like, I love you, sweet pea. And Lucius says, we don't own each other. And I really love that as low-key polyamory representation right there. Love to see that. Um, They're great. Lucius is very funny. I I love Lucius. Some of my friends find him a little annoying, which I understand. But I I love Lucius. (laughs) I think he's hilarious. Um, There are a handful of, like, really great... uh, extra characters um like spanish jackie is very funny uh uh-huh. Cal- calico jack uh it's guy has got a great cast um but i uh, i i guess i i want to touch on um steed and ed blackbeard and how their relationship grows over the season and how we find out that both of these men have uh, bad past experiences with their fathers and how it has shaped where they are currently and the choices that they make and how they were both traumatized by what had happened to them as children and how being together is in some way healing both of them and i think that that is so fucking beautiful i forgot i forgot i forgot about like obviously we see flashbacks to both of them when they're kids (laughs) Mm. i didn't make that connection obviously yeah 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 Mm. yeah steed is you know a foppish little lad and his dad is like you're just a spoiled brat and you're never going to be able to do anything you're just a little rich boy uh, a weak little rich boy. And um, Ed comes from, you know, uh, Steed is upper class and Ed comes from a lower class family. And his dad is an alcoholic who uh, on screen beats his wife, probably also beat Ed. But um, Ed, Ed kills his dad. And this is a huge turning point in his life it is what leads him to become blackbeard the most feared pirates on the seas and him connecting with steed and connecting with the softness of steed both the emotional softness but also literally he wears soft clothes silks and Mm -hmm. cashmeres um and the way that we get to see ed open up to the point that his his own crew is like this is the most emotionally available i've ever seen him and it's like you get to see that and seeing the ways that ed reinforces steed's like slowly growing self-esteem about like yeah you're not a great pirate you're still like learning the ropes but like 
you can do this. Like, I believe in you and how much that empowers Steed to continue to grow as a captain. And it's just really lovely. Their relationship is fantastic from, from beginning to end. Like, like it, like the way it evolves, but also what they mean to each other at the existential crises, right? The, the things mm-hmm. that, are, that are relatable, but they're both at a turning point in their lives. And they're both, um, I think, I think, uh, Steed realizes it and Ed doesn't, right? It's, it's like, like Steed understands exactly, um, that he wants to make a change. Like there's something right, like, like in the middle of it. And, and, uh, I think Ed is way earlier in that. Like, they're just like, oh, something's not right. <laughs> like, I'm just, ugh, I'm just not into it. I'm just not in it anymore. Right. Like, like, and, th- and then, oh, wait, why? What? Right. And then by coming together, they kind of like, um, I don't know, they're I think like they, they're like they, reflection reflections of each other, like looking through a looking glass. Like like they complement each other, and yeah, they're kind of crossing paths and showing each other how to balance. In yeah. A way. In the first conversation that Ed and Steed have together, Ed says, "Have you ever felt like you're just treading water, waiting to drown?" And Steed just replies with, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. And it's like yeah. both of them were unhappy with where their life was and needed a change and they they got to be that for each other and getting to see like my life can be different i am capable of change i am worthy of change and oh it's so beautiful (sighs) i think this is probably going to be the most interesting thing for me to kind of watch like i know you guys are, are talking about all this and all it all it's doing is just building my hype for it i'm probably not gonna sleep none of this happened I'm, in the first episode I'm, you're <laughs> gonna watch all the episodes i'm gonna watch them all probably summer. tonight so i'm probably not gonna sleep taika's not even in the first episode <laughs> so so i mean like for me <laughs> he shows up at the me. end of episode three like oh okay yeah 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 okay so so, so for me like with the the knowledge that I'm carrying from Assassin's Creed, which I know isn't a whole lot of it, but still, like, in the game itself, like, Steed had already met Blackbeard. Like, Blackbeard dies in, in Black Flag, so, like, it's towards the end of his career already. And so to see this different take on it of, like, no, Steed was already a pirate, and now oh. he's meeting. Well, like he's he's he's, he's, he's out there. He's a fresh sailing. new pirate. He's exactly. Like, quote unquote pirate. <laughs> he's exactly. He's a, he's a quote unquote pirate because like in the game, like he was he was just a merchant still. And then in in hijinks, he ended up getting souped up with Blackbeard. And then towards the end of that, then he decides I'm gonna take off and, and try my hand at pirating. And in now in the show, it's like no, he was already on that journey of deciding to make that change and then he comes across blackbeard and then that's where that relationship comes from because from what my understanding was was that he was a part of blackbeard's crew for a a, for some time like they they interacted for quite a while before they, they they parted ways and then blackbeard eventually dies um so like this is probably like the one thing where like i'm really interested to see like how this is playing out and the way you guys are describing it i'm like ooh, oh man like you I'm should gonna watch go, the show, Mark. You I, should watch the show. You know, maybe. Oh my God, they were co-captains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And so I, I, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this whole thing and then I'm gonna want to replay Black Flag and I'm just gonna look at this from a completely different lens. I'm like, mm, I'm seeing some chemistry. <laughs> is is straight washing a word? Like like yes. Like like they removed all the the. I mean that's a lot of history yes exactly yeah, yes 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 i know but is that is that the term like whitewashing is a is, is a term is straight washing a term sure. it is now sure yeah we've coined a couple of terms here mm-hmm. okay. we're feasting right. and whiting straight washing okay cool gt exclusives oh uh, yeah <laughs> okay what else is on the list? Like? Okay, I am going to pivot now to another big aspect of why I am so deeply invested in our flag means death. Um, I have gotten to watch the fandom literally grow around this show. Like, you know, uh, HBO released the episodes, like the first three, then four, five, six, and then seven eight that's where that joke comes from and so the last two episodes um i started watching the show before the last two episodes aired and so aired is not the right word but anyways we're released uh made available um and so i have gotten to watch like the community just blossom explode go crazy um with (laughs) there's a term within the newly burgeoning fandom um called gay pirate brain rot which is um the clinical term for what i have (laughs) Um, i'm gonna i'm gonna petition to put that in the dsm for you yeah i mean it it should be in there the it's important um (laughs) but it is a bunch of people who like me you know watch this show and then we're immediately like i am in love with this show rewatched it there's already tons of people doing cosplay there is a i have the fan art is beautiful lots of beautiful Ooh. fan art i am seeing people you know drawing flash tattoos i am seeing people do embroidery i have seen like i desperately want to get the um the, pi- the different pirate flags as patches to put on my patch jacket I've seen people have already made them and like, oh my God, like hand sewing their own little flags. uh, Love it. So much artistry, loving to see that. Uh, It's for the first time in a long time, I was like, I'm going to go on archive of our own and see what the fan fiction writers are doing. And I think the first time I checked, there was something like, six seven hundred published pieces under the our flag means death tag um the last time i checked it was like almost five thousand um it's probably way more than that today i haven't checked in a while (laughs) but this is the closest i have been to writing fan fiction since i was 14 15 years old and obsessed with harry potter um it's a weird feeling to be that invested in something again. Like when Game of Thrones started up, I got really into Game of Thrones and I spent a lot of time on the Game of Thrones and Song of Ice and Fire subreddits and I would post on there occasionally, but mostly I was just reading it. I have made four TikToks 
<laughs> about our flag means death. One, I make TikToks very infrequently. Like, I don't think I had made one this year until now. All four of those TikToks have gotten more engagement, likes, comments, views than anything I've ever posted online ever, um, which is a very weird feeling. <laughs> But it makes me like I am very invested in this in this community and getting to see how it is growing and the things that they're creating and the fan theories and the sort of, you know, general agreement about, you know, certain things. God, you know what? We've already committed to spoiling this in the end of episode 10 or the midpoint of episode 10. Uh, Lucius gets pushed overboard and then you don't you don't see him again. And so there's an implication of death, but also it's TV. So if you don't see a body, it's not, they're not dead. And I have just loved. Even sometimes if you see a body, they're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) But I just love that the the fan community has completely been like, no, Lucius is alive. Absolutely. And it's not even become a discussion about that. It's a discussion about like, how is he going to get like, is he hiding in a secret passageway on the ship? Did he, you know, float to uh, an island and he's going to get picked up? Like all of these other things, like if he's alive is not even is not even an argument point it's just like how 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 are we going to find him like how mad is he going to be like <laughs> i love that so much how many theories involve um gay merman mm, not enough Ooh. but not zero so <laughs> okay okay <laughs> uh, okay but yeah I, the, this is beautiful, right? Like, this is this is why we're talking about it. This is, I mean, the stuff we talk about usually it's, it's it like it resonates with a lot of people, right? Like w- w- when we talk about pop culture, it's because because these communities form around them, these fandoms um, come up, people take it resonates with them. We kind of we we feel invested. We take ownership of it. We we want to create content around it because it it's like it so meaningful and then now we get to be a part of it as well and we get to share it and and it's it's a beautiful thing um especially with something that's like you know it's, it's a new ip right it's yes. like a, a new ip <laughs> sorry to you know put it that way right but it's like it's a new show it's a new it's it's a new concept it's a new world in many ways um because it's it's this version of it um yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm so happy. I was going to, I'm going to ask this question anyway, and I don't think that the answer really matters, but maybe, maybe it does, which is, do you feel, do you feel that this show, like you want to rewatch it mostly because you love it so much or because you needed it so much? Like, 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 do you love drinking water or were you just really thirsty and you needed <laughs> water, right? Right. It's like <laughs> that kind of thing. It might be a combination of both. And for some people, it might be one or the other. But I'm, I'm curious, um, like, your thought on that. <laughs> I was dehydrated and now I am very hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's I think it's both. I think 
I am enjoying the experience of, you know, like I, when I rewatch shows, again, not usually this close together, but I like to rewatch things so that I get to see the little details that I missed the first time, catch, you know, lines that are said in earlier episodes that pay off in later episodes that I didn't even, didn't mean anything the first time, um, catching like visual goofs like there are a couple of little things where um they are not historically accurate uh i think my favorite is um oluwande wears black crocs <laughs> like those are the shoes that he has just like i'm like those are crocs <laughs> you're wearing crocs on this ship what it's very funny um you know i just i have really enjoyed that experience of picking up on little details um, but also, yeah, I, I do think that I I needed something like this. I needed this very queer, funny, heart-wrenching, uh, beautiful piece of media. And I will riot if they don't confirm a second season. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm going to become a pirate and it will not be gentlemanly. I will be a mean pirate. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Link beard will have risen. <laughs> That'd be a terrifying pirate. Do you think I should like get a green beard to match my hair or Yes. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> okay, actually no, if you if you But we never call you green beard. Like, <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> but when you get that beard, then I'm gonna be jealous because I still cannot grow one. I mean I've been working on mine for thirty three years and Still not I'm, really coming in, but I'm, I'll keep I'll keep working I, on it. I'm go. honestly still waiting, but it I don't I also I need to be reminded that it's not it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I get reminded every single day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. My my Ugh. dreams of, of cosplaying as Blackbeard with an authentic black beard is just it's not happening. No. Well, as Jim proves, you can invest in a in a fake beard, and a lot of people won't notice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know that is true. Stick it on. You don't know if that's true or not, Mark. You haven't gotten that far in the show. Oh, that's in the first episode. <laughs> is it in the first episode? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm. I'm. First of all, I apologize for being wrong. Second, I apologize for doubting you even for a second <laughs> like, <laughs> after after uh, having established that you watched it seven times. I'm. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate your answer, and I think great right, for for different people. It'll be it'll be different, and I'm glad that both of those answers can be true, because it is, it it just like it feels like it's it's an HBO show, right? It's like it's it it's oozing with quality. Um, it's a Taika uh, joint, right? So it's 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 a good like it has all of that and. And so it, it just feels like a g- good show. You know, that's subjective, but it's like, it's fun and it's got a great story. Everything everything about it is just really good, but also like, it's important. Like it is really, really, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the last time I watched the show and immediately started watching it over again was uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And it's just because I thought it was hilarious there's nothing deep about it at all. There was like no connection. It was just, I just thought it was like so funny and I wanted to laugh again mm-hmm. because the jokes like it's they hit me jokes. and exactly that it's got 
good jokes. I just wanted to watch it again. Um, but that's a very different feeling than like when I watched the four Ava movies recently where that felt like therapy. And, and, and at the end I was like, I think I want to start them over right now. Cause I need, I need more of that. I need, I need to go through that again, or I would very much like to go through that again. Um, and, and yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear, right. That like, that community is good like like right which is the other part um today's like when we're recording this it's may the 4th and it's like it's always sad to hear like uh about the toxicity in 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 star wars fandom for example um i don't i, I don't see most of that luckily but like but it happens right it, it, it's out there and um yeah like everything i've seen so far right it, it it's very much there's so much of a celebration around our flagman's death. Um, oh, it's so good. It's really good. Yeah. There. Any other topics on your list? Just sort of expanding on that. Mm. Is uh, there was mm. you know a, a couple of weeks ago, especially people talking about the community, the fandom community as it is growing, and um, a lot of people in our age range talking about how they had been um, super who lock fans, which is Supernatural, Doctor, Doctor who. who, and Sh Sherlock, Sherlock. Um, and how those fandom communities were um, intertwined and also a lot of the connection that the fans had to that was frankly the queer baiting aspect is there was a lot of people making fan fiction and stuff was to fulfill the queer needs that they weren't getting from the show um from any yeah. of the shows uh and so there were a lot of comparisons early on where people were like this is like the new super hulag fandom um and then very quickly pretty unanimously a bunch of people were like actually this is very different like we don't have the same kind of toxicity and because it is explicitly queer the types of uh reactions people are having to it are very different than the way that they responded to those other pieces of media and so i think it's really cool to see that and also to get to hear from people who were like you know i was super obsessed with supernatural and the show queer baited us constantly and now i am watching this show and i'm getting to see the queer representation i always wanted i'm getting the romance i always wanted and i'm getting to enjoy it with other people who love it as much as i do and also understand the pain of what i had been through in the previous fandoms um I was never a part of that fandom. I didn't spend any time on Tumblr, but there's been a lot of discussion about like how <laughs> people are like, I'm returning to Tumblr for our flag means death stuff. Like <laughs> this brought me back, <laughs> which is, I think is funny and lovely. Um, but yeah, it's, if you found, if you found our show because we still post it on Tumblr, uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm glad you found us. Oh. But yeah, great, great show. Some really solid, funny goofs. I think the one that sticks in my head constantly is in um, episode three. They go to the Republic of Pirates. That's where they meet up with Spanish Jackie. Um, and they have 
a British Navy officer who they have hostage and they're like, we're going to go sell him at the Republic of Pirates. And Steed gets dressed up in this beautiful all-white outfit and he makes Lucius also dress up in this beautiful all-white outfit and he also makes the hostage dress up in this beautiful all-white outfit and they walk in and he goes man for sale somebody who wants to buy my booty and it is so fucking funny (laughs) the rest of the crew is like yeah we're gonna go and they like peel off immediately and Lucius is like um, I think your sales pitch needs a little bit of work because I, I, it is unclear as to what you are selling. <laughs> and Steve's like, no, you're so silly. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Man for sale. <laughs> I love that part so much. It makes me laugh every time. I, one of the things that I find funniest is, that, is how Lucius is like, doesn't have time to like deal with with the bs but the moment somebody needs a therapist lucius is lucius shows up <laughs> like oh um like you know like the caretaker you know thing and then like dropping the support and the wisdom and there's something about the way that the, those scenes play out when, when they happen that are are simultaneously funny and and like touching and like i it, it's one of my favorite things um about the show there's a, there's a lot there's a there's a lot of good jokes in the show, but it's it, I mean it, it's really good. So so you know to to, to recap, uh, if, if you're listening, and you haven't watched the show like Mark, um, right? We're talking about right queer representation. We're talking about um, right now like this is this is a good study for like how do fandoms grow and why right? And like early on, um, it's a good look at that the existential you know midlife crisis stuff of like what am I doing with my life and I'm unhappy and can I be happy? And what would that look like? And, um, and showing a world that is, I don't know, it's a lot of fun, but accepting of many things, right? That's like in many ways it's like, it's in the past, but it's so much, uh, I would, it's probably, it's more progressive than now, but I mean, I think, I think throughout history we've, it's ebbed and flowed. I think, you know, (laughs) um, and, and so, yeah, so like all of those issues, um, are there, uh, uh, trauma from from you know from uh, parental abuse and just all that stuff. It's just it's just good. It's just good. It's got a lot of good stuff. It's got a lot of good stuff. That library entry is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts? Not from Mark because Mark. No, uh, Mark can have a final thought. Don't you? Fine, don't you Mark? Cut him off. What do you? I'm sorry. If you have a thought, you should share it. If not, that's okay too. But my final thought is: next time, I'll be sure to watch the whole the watch the whole series or show or or movie before coming or at least the show. more than one episode. No, yes. okay, so so put, so put in more effort for next time, so I'm not just absolutely blasted and roasted by Josue. I'm giving you a hard time, but it's a good moment to to remind everybody <laughs> that is it is impossible to watch every episode, read every issue, watch every movie, and and you know it was it's great that three of us watched it. Uh, you know the the whole thing. Mark, you did see part of it. I think, you know, when we're working with clients, when we're talking to friends, it's like just the fact that you're here, that you're interested, that you're you're connecting it to Assassin's Creed, which might seem super random, but it's like just as much, well, probably not just as much, uh as as Link is into our flag means death right now. Um, like 
you you love Assassin's Creed so much. It's so important to you, right? That that making that connection, I think, is super meaningful and 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 appreciated, right? And it's a good example of like, hey, I don't know exactly, but I know that character, and like, I I can. And you're you're making connections, and that's that's beautiful, and that's a great modeling of um of a way that we can we can understand each other and make connections even if we're not completely you know watching a show seven times actually how what's the most you've played an assassin's creed game um i have played through assassin's creed brotherhood um i want to say 14 times and i have 100 yeah. percent completed it 10 times yeah when i when i said when i said not as much uh link like i immediately i was like I, that's probably wrong <laughs> like as, as as impressive as 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 linked mm-hmm. um i mean it's seven so far. Look, I was right? I was but gonna I mean, say if you average out the views, everybody's seen it like two point two and a half times. <laughs> so you're fine, Mark. Don't even worry fine. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, when we did the when we're doing the Assassin's Creed podcast episodes, there were times when like I I had to watch a um right, and I I would bring this up on the show where I would watch the the like a playthrough. Cause I, mm-hmm. cause I, I didn't have 40 hours to play each game, right? You had played them all the way through. You were very knowledgeable in them. And so sometimes, you know, you got to read a, read a Wikipedia article or watch a YouTube recap. You can't or watch, watch everything. You can't or you listen to an episode everything. of GT radio where we talk about it, you know, and we give you the, we give you the insights. Um, so yeah, no, that, that, that's absolutely very important to always point out. And I'm just giving Mark a hard time because that's the mood I'm in today. <laughs> recording. And honestly, I'm here for it. I know. I know. I know. It's hard. Yeah. Lara, <laughs> <laughs> closing thoughts. Um, Closing thoughts. I think that I just want to see more of these characters. I want more. I It, it left, like, like you say, you're no longer thirsty, right? <laughs> okay. Thirsty. Yeah, I am I still more. thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I I wanted to ask, yeah. did you watch it with Nina? Yes. Did she I did, did she also enjoy it? Oh, she really oh, enjoyed good. it. Good. I'm so happy. <laughs> she loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um she was laughing I think more than I do, but I think for the most part with these kinds of things, my laughter is more on the inside and I just do a little huh, that was funny. <laughs> but there was some there was a lot of laughter in our house. It was good. <laughs> my noses. <laughs> yes. yes. I like closing thoughts. Uh, I am deeply in love with this show. I am going to continue my seventh rewatch um, and probably several more after that because at this point it has become like if I and, and I get choice paralysis on what to watch in the evenings fairly regularly and now <laughs> and my brain's like you don't have Default. don't <laughs> don't waffle about what show to watch just just put on our flag means death again like I have <laughs> I have my when I open a new tab on Firefox and it has the like frequently gone to pages um, it's not just HBO landing page. It is specifically our flag means death landing page. Uh-huh. Um, very funny to me. Uh, if if you have access to HBO Max, I highly recommend that you watch the show. I think it is worth it. The, there are 10 episodes. The episodes are about half an hour each. It, it is not super long time investment, um, but it's fantastic. It's funny. It's sweet, it's heartbreaking, it's heart healing. 
Um, yeah, no one warned me that I was going to be heartbroken. I, by I the end apologize. Of this. <laughs> it, there, it is. Um, it's not just you. It's, quite, it's a little. Too. It's just a little sad at the end. Um, mm-hmm. But perfect setup for a season two. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and the the soundtrack is a banger. So like hits upon hits upon hits. Like I love it. And um, people in our social media spaces, like if you want if you want to talk about it with me, uh, please do. It's really good. It's really good. Please join us and tell us what you thought of the show after you watch it or ask us questions about it in any of our uh, community spaces. For more geek therapy, visit geektherapy.org. Remember to geek out and do good. We'll be back next week. Bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.